0: to the podcast i'm junior keiko ever junior and um boy we got some demo graphic uh kind stuffs man uh so jay our producer has been working very hard at um like getting our podcast to more countries and uh increasing the demos and boy you know we we really didn't do a rundown for a while so uh let's do it so we've got um besides the united states which is um pretty yeah pretty decent But uh, we got like India, Germany, Canada, Mexico, Ireland. Uh, We're just going to kind of go down the list over here. Spain, United Kingdom, Romania, Japan, South Africa, Brazil, Guam, Turkey, and it goes on. Uh, We don't have time to bore you with all that stuff. But the other thing is, um, so our uh, Apple podcast used to be like 85%, right? And then Jay took over. (laughs) And so, Amalo, Jay, Uh, yeah, he's he's in the back over there looking at me like, whoa, like, yes, thank you very much. All right, so... Um Apple Podcast is now forty-nine percent. Spotify went up seventeen. They used to be like fourteen, right? So Spotify is gaining more people are listening to us on Spotify than than um uh than any other um uh venue uh, other than Apple Podcasts. So uh web browsers are eleven percent. Web browsers were like six percent before. Um iHeartRadio, which was like two percent Or three percent, I think. Something like that. They're 9%. Okay. So the people on iHeart, I gotta say this. There's people on my Facebook now, like a lot of people from New Zealand, and they heard of me from iHeart. And I think, um, because they have, they have these reggae groups in New Zealand. And I think one of them was, um, Three Houses Down, something like that, right? And so, um, they know about me because they listen to the radio station I used to be on. And now they 're all following me on the podcast, and they 're following me on on facebook they 're on my Facebook, so we want to say to you guys and uh, all you uh Maori people so thank you very much for tuning in and for joining us also then it kind of filters out and there 's there 's thirteen percent other and the other that thirteen percent are all the uh uh different podcast venues that carry us the minor ones the small ones but there's a lot of them so i want to say thank you to all you guys to deezer to um what are the other ones i don't know it just escapes me right now there's so many uh Podbean, that's another one uh so thank you guys thank you very much so our demographics are 23 to dead and the genders okay remember females were like a solid 20 percent right uh females are thirty-five percent now. So welcome ladies. Thank you very much. Uh males are sixty-five percent and we have no non-binaries or non-specified. So uh yeah, <laughs> that's about the that's about the size of the stats. Uh today I'm gonna talk about something a little bit more serious. Uh today we're gonna talk it 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 is kind of life coaching, but um I wanna talk about Hawaii and the things that are going on in Hawaii and the things that I see in Hawaii. And some of the things that I see are pretty sad, uh, really, really sad. And I'm talking about the politics. Um, But there's a twist in this thing, right? Like before, in the old days, things were always done, you know, um, they always say like behind closed doors and stuff like that. So I'm one of the people that actually get to go behind the doors that are closed uh, here and there, right? I, I don't make a habit of hanging out. Uh, because there's, there's things I just don't want to know, right? <laughs> like, I don't want to know. And when there's a, when there's, I want to say when there's a change in leadership, okay? When there's a new governor, when there's a new mayor, I try to like, you know, like, okay, I'm just going to mind my business. All right. And I have family that are involved. Okay. So I have family that's involved. And it's nothing against, I'm not, I'm not speaking out against the government. Okay. I'm not doing that. Um, although I could do that with the national government, but I I'm I will refrain i'm not doing that I'm, not here to i'm not here to stand on a soapbox, you know You know, what really irritates me Is I see a lot of people on the national level like these national celebrity guys, right? And as soon as they get famous, they want to take up a cause against the government They want to take up a. they want to they want to act political, right? And I can't stand that. Okay. I am not a politician there, there is, um, someone who is involved in politics in my family, but that's not me. That's not my thing. Okay. Um, in fact, I'll, I'll tell you one thing, uh, about it. So, um, there was someone that I was close to when I was a teenager, when I was 14, right? And I wrote a jingle for a campaign. She was running for city council, uh, on, a, on another island. And, um, uh, and this was like back in my childhood. And I was close to her and I followed her around. And uh, I, I, you know, when you're young, you want to you want a cause, you know, and we had a cause. And in Hawaii, there is this there's this island and it's called Kohoolave. And uh, they were the, U, the United States Navy was bombing this island and using it for target practice. And uh, one of our family friends. A very prominent senator from Hawaii I'm not going to mention names or, you know, whatever Uh He actually was successful in the long run In stopping the bombing But when I was young, we were wearing the You know, it was called the Protect Kaolawe Ohana And we were part of the Ohana And, you know, when you're in high school, right? You, you champion a cause And everybody wants to belong And, you know, we went out there And and um we were very against bombing, you know, Hawaii, right? Bombing the land uh, the land is very sacred for you people who are not from Hawaii. The land in Hawaii is very sacred to people. Okay, for to the Hawaiian people, um, and this is the Hawaiian. This is the Hawaiian's land right here. Okay, now the Hawaiians are the stewards of the land. Okay, which means that see King Kamehameha the first. This is a, the basic overview. Okay, I'm not an expert. Uh, please, I don't don't ask me Hawaiian questions. Okay, I don't have answers. But, um, King Kamehameha the first, the great, King Kamehameha the great, the guy that we have the statue for and all of that. Okay. He united the Hawaiian islands, all except one island, Kauai. Okay. Kauai was given to him. There's a long story behind that. I'm not going to go into that, but he pronounced all land in Hawaii a lodial title, which means you can't sell it, you can't buy it, and it cannot incur debt. Okay, that's what allodial title means if you look it up, go, you know, whatever. Uh, but, but yeah, so he did that, right? So that the people, the Hawaiians that were born onto the land, okay, were custodians of the land. Their job was to take care of the land. And there are many Hawaiians right now who take that very seriously. And I'm happy they do. You know, there's a lot of young Hawaiians that are coming up now that I see that are little on the militant side but i understand it because we were the same way when we were young we were the fighters right we fought we we did not and here's what we did not know we did not know that when you fight you lose okay we didn't know that okay when i got older i learned that oh every time you fight something you lose right so the idea is not to fight right the idea is to be smart and to take action um but anyway and I'm not talking about a revolution or anything silly like that. But but anyway, so, um, but what I'm seeing right now with a lot of people in Hawaii, okay? Hawaii uh, depends a lot on tourism. And we depend a lot on um, uh, uh, the military. Because the military brings a lot of people over here. They, they spend a lot of money in Hawaii. And um, lately, they've been doing a lot of stuff in Hawaii that local people are just fed up with. And so there's a small little anti-military thing building, you know. There's also an anti-tourism thing with the young people. And they're like, hey, we don't need you guys. You guys can go. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Like we need tourism. We need to, we need to figure out a way, like how to educate the people that visit, right? Because they have to respect our place because this is our place. Right now, when you go to somebody like if I went to I don't know Yellowstone National Park, right, I would observe the rules you know if they said, oh don't don't feed the bears or whatever it is, like I know you don't feed bears but whatever but yeah if you if you you know don't feed the animals or don't go over there because that's where the bears live or or whatever it is, right, then I would abide by those rules, right, and I think what we need to do in Hawaii is we need to set up. Some kind of cultural, you know, I know we have we have some of it. it, It's starting, but but people need to be more culturally aware when they visit Hawaii, because there's a lot of things that they're doing that they they run up against the local people, and local people are like, "Hey, we're not having any of that," and and they start you know getting into altercations and all kinds of stuff, and so there's this very anti visitor uh, climate, uh, excuse me, building in hawaii and and there's an anti-military thing now there is this incident and it's no secret it's out in the news the military has this big storage facility right and um and they they store uh jet fuel on this uh on this hill that we have over here and the jet fuel started leaking into the aquifers and um so the water started getting poisoned A lot of people got sick a lot of people filing claims and they're not getting anywhere because nobody's paying any money kind i mean it's just it's political right and those those settlements take forever but the point of it all is the water okay uh which is very sacred to hawaiians okay the water is being poisoned there's a lot of things that are going so there's a lot of negativity uh around a lot of that kind of uh thing dealing with military right But um, I was driving through a military area uh, last night, as a matter of fact, and I was driving through the area and I I had this chick with me. Right. And I was going, you know, this is all military. Well, she's kind of new to the thing, you know, and I said, I said, this is all military, military. This is all these merchants in here. They all thrive because of the U.S. military. Cause these are all military people in here, you know, th- that are coming to, to purchase things and eat and in the restaurants and all like that. And I was trying to explain to her how much money the military spends in Hawaii. Right. And, um, and then we got on the topic of tourism. Right. And so I took her, I I took her on the Waikiki. Right. And, um, and there's some things in Waikiki that, um, personally i don't agree with but it's not up to me it's not you know it's not like i i have any say in the matter but you know back in the day we used to have entertainment in small little clubs all along waikiki along this this uh, avenue it's kalakawa avenue in waikiki if you ever come to hawaii uh check it out um and and i know we have more mainland listeners than we do local uh local people uh but if if you're local you're from hawaii hey aloha how's it uh, but but yeah, so all the entertainment were in these little clubs. And you could go from the top of Kalakaua Avenue all the way to the bottom. You could go club hopping. You know, so club hopping, which included little, small little bars. Um, because as a musician, like when I was just starting out, I was like, I don't know, 18, 19, you know. Um, I used to get these small little gigs. And we we used to go to other people's gigs after our gig. So sometimes you would go to like three or different three or four different bars in one night and go visit everybody right and This is what the visitor industry did. it fueled these things, and the thing about the visitor industry um that was very special back in the day, and I don't know i i'm I'm sure it still exists a little bit but the the visitors would come back year after year because they would make friends with the entertainers, and the entertainers were like representatives of of hawaii i mean you know they they would come and see these guys that were performing and they would come back the next year and they chose hawaii to come back to you know instead of going to florida or the bahamas or wherever they could go i mean there's tons of places like right now there's dubai there's um there's all, all over i mean you could go to the marianas you could go to uh whatever the maldives right and um so there's a lot of people competing for visitor dollars around the world. And people choose to come here, right? And they chose to come here because of the aloha. And, and the aloha is slowly disappearing. I mean, really, um, I, I go down and I see like, um, yeah, this, this could be, um, I don't know, this could be Florida. I mean, the, the, way I, the way I see things, like there's a lot of aloha still left but you got to look you got to look back in the day it was just there people went to work and they were happy they were happy with what they did and you know and now people go to work and they're frustrated you know and it's probably cuz they have to have three jobs and and the job that they're going to for the tourist job is probably the third job you know you know what I'm saying and that and that's that's a shame but that's the reality we live in um you know like I have I have several companies and I rather have several companies than, you know, go work for several people because it's just me. I just decided to go that route. It's it's nothing special or anything. It's not uh, it's not me better than the next guy or whatever. It's just what I do. And so, um, and and so I do those things. But yeah, I gotta do it too. You know, I I don't have one job that I just do one thing. And no, I have several, um, like many other local people, and um. But the, the aloha and stuff that we had, that warmth, that, that friendliness, that, that, uh, yeah, aloha, uh, is slowly disappearing and I see it. And there's this anti-tourist thing going on now and I see it on social media. And, you know, and, you know, it's, it's everything from videos, uh, you know, and, and these people now, I, I gotta say, right, there, there's gotta be some kind of, I don't know, people that we could put at the airport or something and go hey okay this is what you don't do in Hawaii <laughs> don't mess with the monk seals don't touch the turtles don't pet the turtles you I mean that kind of thing you know because I, I see this the videos these people are going up to monk seals like like they're little pets or something I mean these are vicious animals okay they will get vicious they will bite you I mean you know I, I don't know there was this video This one lady she went swimming. And there was a monk seal swimming, I don't know, by her. She ignored the monk seal and the monk seal attacked her. And everybody was on, everybody was on social media going, yeah, monk seal, you know, you know, that kind of thing, right? And, and I gotta admit, like, I, I didn't think it was funny because I was, you know, I always, when I see a situation, I try to put myself in the person's shoes. And I was like, wow, if I got attacked by a monk seal, I would, it's, that's like a shark attack to me, right? Like, I would be panicking. And, um, and so I wouldn't want that to happen to me. So I, I kind of felt for the lady, but I understood how she was wrong and how she just wanted to take her darn swim, right? Even though you're supposed to stay away from these monk seals. And if you see one in, in the bay, you're not going to jump in the bay and go swim. I mean, come on. It's just those, you're just going to be a stone's throw away from the monk seal kind of thing, right? But these things are happening And the local people Are protecting Their place I mean really The monk seals The turtles Everything The ecology The you know Everything And um And you know And there are bad eggs Out there That will break into Tourist cars And you know This has been going on Forever That stuff has been going on Since I was a kid I mean you know Guys who go out And hit tourist cars For a job That was their job Hitting tourist cars. You know, I, I was just telling my uh, a friend of mine uh, yesterday, I think it was, that the, the cars, the rental cars used to have airport stickers on it. And at one point they said, okay, take all the stickers off. Because they were targets, right? So if somebody saw that there was an airport sticker on a car or whatever, they go, hey, free for all, but right there. get cameras in the trunk. Let's go. You know, and, and the pawn shops filled up with cameras and, you know, tourist Whatever paraphernalia, whatever it is, and you know, but but here's the thing, right? When Hawaii becomes the place, okay, that is pushing people away rather than welcoming people, we're going to suffer economically. We're going to suffer, okay? Now I know there's a lot of young people that will disagree with Onks. Okay, I know you guys are. You're probably listening to me right now. You're 23 year olds. Probably listen to me, oh onks, nah, we can we can survive without them. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? We're we're not gonna survive as well. Because here's the thing too, right? We are in the, the Asia-Pacific basin. Okay, so when people on the mainland are suffering a deep recession, we actually have it a little easier because we're doing business with Asia. And we have strong Asian ties. I mean, you know, there's a lot of Japanese people here, Chinese people, like Korean people here, and, and we still are doing business when the U.S. mainland is slowing down. So Hawaii is kind of unique in, in that sense too. But the last thing we want to do is push the tourists away. I think what, what needs to be done, and I do not have answers. I'm not, you know, I'm not involved in that kind of thing. I, I'm, I'm a life coach. I, i'm i' I'm, I'm a retired entertainer and and i you know i i'm a voice teacher i i do i do a bunch of stuff i'm a marketer uh but i i just think that there needs to be some kind of cultural uh briefing that happens when people land here you know and i i i get it not everybody's on a tour right you have some independent travelers and they're not gonna wanna stand around for ten minutes to get a briefing or whatever it is but um i think there needs to be some way to educate these people uh because we don't want to turn them off because there's a lot of places right now in the world that are vying for tourist dollars and uh if we're not careful we we're going to suffer that and when when tourists go away we are going to hurt financially okay um and and the other thing too is the military now yeah there's there's deep-rooted concerns about the military and yes they need to be more responsible uh like the tourists i mean you know really this is our place last time last time i checked anyway this was still our place and um but yeah they need to be more culturally sensitive okay um i just i just put something up on my facebook i think it was yesterday and um it was this float in disneyland and this this girl was on the front of the float on the you know like a, it was a boat kind of thing she was on standing on the bow and she was doing something that um i don't know it kind of res- it wasn't really twerking but it it you know she was dressed at like she was going to do hula and then uh, i don't know what she was doing uh, <laughs> she was, it, it looked like she was having some kind of some kind of episode <laughs> but it wasn't hula i can tell you that and and you know so so I considered it a mockery, and I put it up like that. I put up the post like that. And uh, the majority of the local people agreed with me. And I wasn't looking for anybody to agree with me. I, I, I could care less. But I'm just saying that, you know, I, I thought it was culturally insensitive. As I feel that a lot of things are culturally insensitive in Hawaii when people come to visit and people come here to, uh, to visit. Because when you go to some place, right... Like if you go to, I don't know, Canada or whatever, like you're not going to do disrespectful things to their place. You know, at least I hope not. I hope not because, you know, I've been to many places in the world. And whenever I went, like my whole family was very observant of the culture. Um, and and we learned the language. I learned when I was a kid, uh, I learned Tahitian, I, I learned Fijian, I learned Tongan. Um, I learned these languages because we spent a considerable amount of time in these countries and uh, and we we visited like, you know, more than once. Right. But um, I want to say that we observed their traditions because it was their place. I mean, you know, like when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Right. You know. Um, uh, and I don't, I don't, uh, yeah, I'm not down for visiting Rome or doing as the Romans do. Cause yeah, we know what they do. Um, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, that, that's another, a, that's another a rabbit hole. Hawaiians. That's another, that's a whole not a rabbit hole. But yeah, we need to be more, um, culturally sensitive when, uh, when we come to Hawaii, when you guys come to Hawaii. Cause I know most of my listeners, you guys are out in the mainland and and you know what we welcome you to hawaii we really do but when you come to hawaii please um observe you know observe our wildlife and and have some have some respect you know don't pet the turtles just admire them admire them take videos of them from you know standing up on the rocks and you know they're in the water kind of thing like don't don't go down and pet them and try to be their friend and I mean, come on, too many people are playing Steve Irwin over here, right? Everybody's, you know, I don't know if you guys know Steve Irwin, or you younger guys, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, so these things are leading to a resentment of tourists. These things are leading to um, a resentment of military personnel. And, and you know what, if we did not have military personnel in Hawaii, um, we would all be speaking Japanese, um, because, yeah, World War Two, we needed somebody here, right? And, I mean, yeah, and that that's, yeah, there's a whole, that's another rabbit hole, too, right? Because they knew we was going to be bombed, okay? And they let us be bombed to get in the war. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, you see, so, there's so many, there's so many uh, elements to all of this. But, yeah, you know what? I'm very thankful that that I'm an American first. I'm an American. I'm an American citizen first. And then I'm everything else I am, my ethnicity, right? And, and I'm very proud of our military. I'm very respectful of our military. I'm very respectful of our police department, our fire department, our first responders. Those guys, I mean, they really deserve our utmost respect and adherence. I mean, we, we, need, to, we need to listen and obey what they say. Um, because, you know, in, in a crisis, right? Like somebody breaks in your house. Who are you going to call? You can call the police right i mean you know somebody breaks in your house you're nothing (laughs) well i mean there's there's other people you could call but what i'm saying is like these people are important so we need to have respect for these people and these people need to have respect for us and i think in our society right now we're really lacking a lot of respect uh for a lot of things and i think it's getting worse and i think the only people that i see that are you know um making comments about this to, to the degree where, Hey, we got to do something about this is the older people. The sad part is that our time is, is, uh, slowly fading. You know, our time is slowly like we're, 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 we're on the, we're on the last part of life and, and the kids are on the first part of life and these kids are not, um, I want to say, uh, they're not exhibiting qualities that we agree with. Or that we think uh, they should have. Now, on the other side of that coin, right, there's a lot of skills that they do have. There's a lot of things that they're good for. There are a lot of things that, you know, for example, today, I saw somebody on Facebook, right? And they remarked how sad it is that kids have electric bikes. You know, they have these smart bikes or whatever. Um, and, and nobody pedals anymore. And we're like, wow, like we used to pedal. We got exercise, right? These kids are just like cruising around on these electric bikes. Well, the the electric bikes are cool. I probably would have wanted one if I was younger. I probably would, because then I wouldn't have to pedal so hard, right? But I mean, you know, there's a downside. Um, to every advancement, there's a downside. And I think, you know, we need to, we need to be, um, aware of these things too and tell the kids, hey, you know, electric bikes are cool but at least go get some exercise i mean put down the video games go outside go get, i mean you know socialize um you know and as a life coach i can tell you that i get so many people that come to me that are like oh uncle can you know can, can you um teach me how to you know be confident can you show me you know what, what what is that like what does that really mean like how how do you how do you get girls i mean i get a lot of people so i started I started Modern Males Advice, and this is a coaching system for men, okay? And this is a, this you know, so when, when we discuss relationships on the podcast, um, I, I will mention more about that program. But I started the program because there's so many young men that um, they don't even want to engage with females anymore, okay? Number one, they don't know how, okay? And when they engage, they get shut down. OK, and and when they get shut down, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm like, oh, OK, I know why you're getting shut down. And I teach him, OK, this one guy, I'm not going to mention names or anything, but this one guy, I kind of took him under my wing for a little while. And he was in his early 20s. And uh, when I first met him, he was and he was an I.T. guy. Right. And a very, very brilliant guy, really brilliant guy. And so I started teaching him, right? I said, I said, you know, I I brought up the subject of girls one day and he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, and he, you know, he was, he, the kind of, yeah, he was telling me he was like, yeah, tell me how I'll do that. You know, I'm curious. You know, so I started t- teaching him, right? I started teaching him. And, um, pretty soon, man, like I remember one session, um, you know, when I sign on, I, 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 I read their body language. I, I see their, you know, their reactions and stuff. And and brother Brother had gelled his hair. And I'm like, whoa, this is getting serious. Like he his confidence level is coming up, right? And so, um, but anyway, but you know, I have this program for for young men. And I think more um older people, okay. In Hawaii we call the old folks kupuna. And and I was surprised to learn that I'm in that category. I was like, What? I, I thought Kupuna was, you know, 65 and up. And apparently, uh, in you know Hawaii, the, 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 the line is like much lower than that. So like, I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm Kupuna. But, um, but yeah, you know, I think there's more things that the older people could do to offer, uh, advice and help and, and assistance to the younger generation. And I think there's a gap there that needs to be filled. Now, for me as a life coach, there's more work. There's, there's definitely more work. You know, people need to learn how to do affirmations and meditation and, and, and learn how to work their subconscious to their benefit and change their paradigm. There's, there's people who need to do that. And, and for those people, I'm here, right? And it doesn't really, it's not really expensive. You know, I gotta get paid for my time, but it's not really that expensive. But the people that are paying me are in their early twenties. You know, now here's here's the this is this is the degree of difficulty. When people are in their twenties, and this is life coaching stuff, okay, pay attention. Okay, so I I know we started with aloha, but this is life coaching right here. So, um, the people that are in their twenties, okay, in my experience, um, I've had very few uh people that have followed through okay because the follow-through part i can't i cannot help i can't do it for them okay but i've had some really good success stories of young people that have followed through that have changed their lives okay um and i've I've had people in their 20s uh, i want to say quite a few that just don't follow through for whatever reason and the the main thing is distraction always, okay distraction if you can do your affirmation that i give you okay because i you know i i talk story with the people and you know i'm like okay what do you need to work on and you know and i i kind of ascertain and and then i craft a certain affirmation for them i give them a certain meditation uh i get i give them a whole plan right and if they stick to the plan which only takes 15 minutes a day okay and they stick to it They get they get like unreal results, like marvelous results. Right now, if they don't stick to it, if I if I, you know, have my first session, I lay out the plan. Everybody knows what they're supposed to do. Okay, in two weeks, I have a follow up appointment if they're not following up like with the plan and they're not doing it every day because you got to do it every day. I've been doing it for years every day. You know, and and sometimes if I don't do an affirmation, right, I'm doing the meditation. Well, it's it's something. But the important thing is that you you do work on it. And if somebody's not following through and they think, oh, you know, yeah, I was busy. Like I couldn't do my affirmation. I I didn't do it for a couple of days, but then I did another day. And then, you know, if I get that story, I don't see them anymore. I just cut it off. I just say, well, you know, I think it's better for you to save money and you know all of the above if you just come back you know when you're ready and and i don't see because i'm not going to take money you know for nothing and it's going to be for nothing if they don't follow okay so here's here's a little bit about that end of of life coaching for you guys okay a little bit of everything on this podcast okay uh now the life coaching part so your subconscious learns in repetition And you have the subconscious, you have the conscious mind, and the superconscious. Now, we're all plugged into the superconscious. The conscious mind thinks a million thoughts a day, okay? Now, when that conscious mind starts feeding your subconscious the same thoughts, okay? So, let's say you're thinking about, you know, 10 things. And maybe one of those things you keep referring back to. You keep referring back to that thought or that subject. That's what your subconscious starts to learn. And that forms your paradigm or your system of beliefs. And, and pretty soon, right? So a belief is a thought you keep thinking, right? And when, when that happens and you start believing what you're thinking, even if it's not true, okay, because your subconscious does not know the difference between fantasy and reality. Okay, but when, when that starts happening and you start doing that, you start shaping a paradigm, now, people change paradigms all the time. It's not like you get stuck in one. Okay? Sometimes if if you don't work on changing your paradigm, yeah, you can get stuck on one for a very long time. But most people change paradigms slowly. It happens slowly. Mhm. But the thing about, you know, paradigm shift and all that, you you hear all this stuff, right? Um it's very very simple. You know, there's there's this guy, Dr. Joe Dispenza, who's teaching a lot of meditation stuff um, and he's really good. What he's really good at is communication. He's good at breaking things that well, he 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 kind of gets really scientific and then he'll break it down. You know, uh, I don't like to get scientific because you start sounding like Charlie Brown's teacher. OK, so for you guys, um, older than 40 you guys probably know what that sounds like 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 that okay you you just go above everybody's heads so what i do is i i break everything down to the to the least common denominator so to speak right and and so so the average everyday guy can get it okay so what you write down on paper when you write it by hand you can't do it on a keyboard you gotta write it by hand. I get some, some kids come to me, right? And they're in their 20s. Of Oh, yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been doing my affirmations every day. I said, well, how do you do it? Oh, well, I just do them on my phone. I put them in my notes. I just type them right in. I go, no, that's not registering. You have to write. Okay. Now, this is another thing that children today are not learning. They're not learning how to write. Okay. They're not learning. I mean, if they go to private school, they're learning how to write. If they go to public school, they're learning how to type, okay? And this is where we keep getting the, the breakdown of, of education. I mean, it just keeps going down and down and down, okay? And, and then, of course, there's other things that are happening in schools that I don't want to get into, but it involves a lot of trash, okay? And the kids are being fed a lot of trash at a very young age, and children are like sponges. They're very impressionable. Okay, uh, but we're not going to get into that on this podcast. That's that's a not that's not even another podcast because I don't want to deal with that. But I'm just saying, um, they need to learn how to write because when you write, it goes directly into your subconscious. It goes directly into your memory. Okay, so the 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 memorization technique is you write it three times, speak it once. Okay. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the other way around. Uh, sorry, i got to do this in real time. <laughs> OK, so I'm sorry. You you write it once and you speak it three times. So let's say you wanted to memorize um, a poem. OK, so you write out your poem and then you read it out loud three times. OK, write it once, speak it three times. And that's the, the memorization formula. Now, um, you know, a lot of a lot of kids today are just typing. They're typing everything. They're texting everything uh they're using keyboards and stuff like that so if you have a child or a teenager or whatever urge them to write urge them to pick up a pen pencil whatever and and you know have them write because writing will ingrain things uh in in their subconscious and and that will help them in life and affirmations will really really help them now i know some very young children and these children that i know are um Uh, children of women that I know. And, and, you know, women are really on it with their kids. I mean, I know there's, there's guys out there too like that, but, but there, I see a lot of women who are, um, teaching their kids a more spiritual approach to life. You know, like write your affirmations. Did you do your affirmations? Did you do your meditation? You know, and they sit their kids down and they would, come on, we're gonna meditate now. And they sit down, they close their eyes. I see a lot of a lot of girls doing this with their kids. I, I think it's a beautiful thing because you need a timeout. Okay, now let's just go over meditation a little bit. Now, when you're in alpha state, when your brain is in alpha state, okay? And you can call it daydreaming. That's the, uh, the most common thing people can uh, identify alpha state with, okay? It's like when you're daydreaming. So when you do that, things are going into your subconscious. It's like an open avenue, like you open the avenue. So, so the next time you daydream, you know, whatever you're thinking about when you're daydreaming, that's going into your subconscious. When you think it enough, you're going to believe it. When you believe it enough, right, thoughts turn to things. Okay, they start manifesting in actions. So when your subconscious gets an instruction like, you know i don't know i'm smart (laughs) i am smart or whatever right you it's gonna start creating little actions to make you smart you know you're gonna want to all of a sudden you're gonna want to read a book or i don't know study a course or or go online and watch a lecture or, or do whatever whatever it is but your subconscious will start making you do this i always use a um um, a reference, like, um, because I, I deal a lot with females. The majority of my clients are females. And, um, so I always say like, you know, when you go to a party and you see the dessert table, like if you're doing your affirmations, you know, like it, it, uh, feels good to weigh, uh, 160 pounds. Right. And you go to the party and, and you pass the dessert table, you'll look at the dessert table and your subconscious will go, Eh, you don't really want to do that, do you? And, and you'll go, nah, you know, yeah, I do, I, I don't, and it's okay. And you'll walk past. Those kinds of small little actions will take you to your goal. Okay, so, so that's, you know, the subconscious is very, very powerful. And your subconscious wants directions. It, it craves directions. Okay, now your, your subconscious doesn't know fantasy from reality. If you tell your subconscious something about you, that isn't exactly true. Okay, but that's what you want to be or that's what you aspire to become, then boom, right there ohms, you get that. It it will start creating action. It's not like it's going to happen right away. You know, it 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 takes time. Okay? It doesn't take a long time, but it takes it takes um it takes a lot of perseverance on your part to keep feeding it that thought. Okay? So if you write an affirmation and you write the same affirmation so i have my clients do the same thing for 66 days at the end of 66 days they have trained their subconscious you know so it depends um confidence now is a is a very good one okay so you can write something like i am so happy and grateful now that i am confident okay now the thing that a lot of people i don't know they they don't really um they don't really understand um how confidence fixes almost anything. And I mean anything, okay? When you're confident, it it fixes all kinds of stuff. It's not just about, you know, looking people in the eye or talking to people or whatever. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Confidence will fix all kinds of things. Confidence will have you stick up for yourself. When you learn confidence, when you become confident, so this is a scenario that that i use a lot with my clients i said you know you know when you go to the store and and you're walking away from the cashier and you're walking out the door right and you're looking at your receipt and you go oh man i was i was uh i was short at three cents right you know and you look back and you oh there's people over there and the next guy's checking out and she's you know busy with the cashiers busy with him and we ah too much trouble never mind it's only three cents okay and you leave all right now that's only three cents okay but it'll happen again okay and when it happens again what do you do i call it swallowing it or eating it right then you eat it okay so in other words you take the l you take the loss okay and then when you take the loss what happens then pretty soon you take another loss. Now, this is your subconscious learning this action, okay? Human beings are very, very highly intelligent. I can't even tell you guys what a blessing it is to be a human, okay? And and how many humans didn't make it? You know what I mean? How many people did not become human, all right? Men, think about it. When you're dating, how many times? It never, never mind. Um, but you get it, right? You get it. There's a lot of times that, you know, things happen and nobody was born and nobody got pregnant, right? All right. There you go. Out of those millions and millions and millions of chances, here you are. Boom. There you are. You see? So this is, is so much of a blessing. Like you, you don't, you don't even know. I mean, it's just, um, it, it, it's just amazing and it's awesome to be a human being. So you really need to, you really need to take into consideration Like, you know um, How much of a blessing it is First of all And then Start learning about your mind Now, your mind and your brain Are two different things Okay So your subconscious mind Is not your brain your brain controls, you know, your fingers moving, your brain controls your eyes, your, your brain controls, you know, th- those things, bodily functions, okay? Your mind is something different. Now, here's something to think about, okay? Once you start repeating this pattern of eating it, okay, what happens to your self-esteem? It goes down the tubes, Hawaiians, right? Because why? Because you start blaming yourself. Now, humans, uh, unlike animals, have a different kind of experience, okay? We can critique ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. And we can critique ourselves in motion because we can observe ourselves. Animals cannot observe themselves. They cannot. They have that one view, that outward view. That's all they have. Horses, dogs, cows, whatever, pigs, everything. That's all they know. Okay? But human beings can observe themselves, and that's where the problems come in too, Okay, because we judge ourselves. What happens when you judge yourself? You hold things against yourself, okay? So once you start eating it, right? Ah, it's only three cents over there. Ah, it's only a dollar over there. Ah, whatever. It's only 25 cents over there. Whatever. It doesn't have to be money. It could be anything. You know, it could, it could have been like, like, wow, well, I should have said something to Kavika because, you know, and eh. you know, uh, Kavika is a Hawaiian, Hawaiian name for you guys in the mainland, uh, and other countries. But, but yeah, but that kind of thing, right? Um, it could be anything that, Where you should have done something, but you didn't do it. And you should have stuck up for yourself, but you didn't. And pretty soon, your self-esteem starts to plummet. Okay? Because you start holding it against yourself. And when you start holding it against yourself, what happens? Okay? Yeah. Pretty soon, your value of yourself goes down the tubes. Okay? And pretty soon, you don't think very well of yourself. Now, if you don't think very well of yourself... Guess what You're gonna give that vibe to other people And other people will pick it up It's, it's like a It's like a bloodhound picking up a scent Of, of whatever he's on the trail to find Right So people can, people can tell People can sense it They know when you don't think very highly of yourself Right And, and if it's a female Okay, because most of my clients are female Men can Oh man It's like It's like a vulture Like stalking its prey That's what happens And females get taken advantage of Like Like that One more time yeah, Like that Like that I mean you know And men see this weakness Okay It's I mean you gotta remember now Just like the animal kingdom Okay Human beings identify the weaklings All the time Every day All day long And that's the That's the biggest problem Okay The biggest problem is When you don't see yourself As a viable whatever, okay, a viable person. Like you don't you don't see yourself as a good person. You don't see you don't feel like a good person. Other people sense it. And that's when you get taken advantage of even more. Why? Because they go, Oh well, <laughs> yeah, she 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 got she got taken advantage of by these other five guys. Okay, well, here I am. You <laughs> know, why should I treat her any different? Right? And then boom, there we go. So, I mean, stuff like that happens. So what happens when you, when you boost your confidence is your self-esteem changes. There's certain things that you will not allow and there's certain things that you will allow, right? But you start establishing boundaries. And this is another thing that, you know, that we go over in our confidence training. But the confidence training that we do is such that it, it happens naturally and it just, everything takes care of itself. Confidence is the core once you you have an escalation of confidence, everything else kind of falls into place self pride self esteem the way you treat others, being kind to others, uh, being more compassionate towards others everything comes out of confidence so so anyway that 's that 's the life coaching part of of today 's uh, podcast but but yeah you know these these things um, all happen through the mind through the subconscious mind. Now, the subconscious mind can make you well. Repression is another thing while we're on the subject of, of the subconscious. Repression is another thing. Suppression and repression are very, very dangerous for the human being, okay? Because, you know, like I I grew up in a house that I wasn't allowed to get mad. I wasn't allowed to voice my opinion, okay? I did anyway, but, you know, because I don't care. But <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it was not something that was... uh Mm uh it, it was not it, I, I i don't know i don't want i want to use the right word because it's not like it was so bad or anything but i wasn't i wasn't allowed to express anger okay if i was angry i had to wait till i was you know outside or down the road or somewhere and and that got me into trouble too because i was expressing anger at you know, sometimes my friends, right? And they're like, "Yeah, hey, what's up with you? Um, <laughs> you know, but, but I'm just saying, like, I, I lived in that kind of environment where, you know, y- children were to be seen and not heard. And, and trust me, when, when you're angry and you cannot be heard, <laughs> you're going to act out in other ways. And, and sometimes it makes you sick. Okay. So you gotta express yourself. Self-expression is part of our therapy. It's part of our... Well, I don't want to make medical claims or or say the word therapy. I shouldn't have used that term. But it's part of our program, okay? And it's part of our program so that people practice this self-expression, right? And it leads to confidence. And, And confidence starts to affect everything else. So it's like a domino effect in a good way, right? Because one thing leads to the other, to the other, and it just fixes naturally. That's the beauty of the human being, that you don't have to work on you know this problem and then that problem and then that problem no 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 you go to the heart of everything okay which is normally lack of self confidence you start fixing the confidence you start fixing everything okay and that's that's just the way the human being works a lot of people you know uh have uh, have have told me like wow you know ever since i got confident like like everything's better and i'm like yeah everything's better the way you see yourself, the way you see others, the way you treat others, and here's the thing, Hawaiians. And, you know, I, I gotta tell you guys this part because this is really important. Mm-hmm. So is water. Sorry, uh, but but anyway. But here's what here's what's really important. Okay, everything out there reacts to everything in here, and I'm talking about you. Everything reacts to you. Okay. So once you make this good, and I'm, I'm pointing to my, myself, right? So once you, once you take care of you and make you good, like everything is good after that. And I mean everything. Okay. So life starts to get easier as you raise your vibration, as you raise your frequency, because that's what happens when you get more confident. Okay. That's what happens when you elevate your mood, when you start feeling good and you start getting in a better mood okay so so when that starts to happen everything reacts to that okay no here's the scenario that i use for that you see somebody standing outside of a restaurant or something right and they look all grumpy or they look mad or whatever angry you're not gonna go up to that person and say hi right but if that person was smiling and looking around and like you know yeah you're gonna be over there like hey what's up you know i mean that kind of thing right because that's how it works Okay, everything out there reacts to everything in you. And all you gotta do is work on the confidence part. Okay, now if you need help with that, I can help you with that. Go to the website. Um, I get in trouble because I hardly mention the websites and stuff, but um, there's several ways you can contact me. You can contact me on the website uh, and book an appointment at at, um, hereforyou.live. Okay, that's l i v e dot live, yeah, and then um, you can also go to jrkgr.com. Now, jrkgr.com is the place where you can go and you can register to get alerts for the podcast. Okay, because I give you a lot of um, a lot of stuff on the podcast. I I tell some stories from my life and stuff like that, uh, and that's only because I only have that experience. It's not because I'm I'm flexing or anything, but that's the only experience I have. Uh, is me and what I've been through and, and the kind of situations and, and whatever. So I share that. I'm not, I'm not afraid to share those things, uh, because, because those experiences help younger people when they hear it. Cause like, there's a lot of people that go, oh yeah, hashtag me too, you know, and they're, and they're looking for a way out and they're looking for a way to, uh, break through certain things that you know um, That I share probably uh, I'm, I'm assuming you know I get a lot of email and compliments And, and DMs about stuff like that So uh, whatever helps I'm, I'm happy to help but the the Thing about it is that um, you could just Go to the website it'll just We're not going to do marketing you're not going to get you know Ads and all that crazy stuff You're just going to get alerts when the next Podcast goes up so go to jrkgr.com And just register put your email Um, Nobody's going to contact you for anything. Uh, The other thing is that, uh, yeah, you can also um, hit me up on Facebook. It's uh, Junior Keiko Junior uh, dot one, I believe, or something like that. Just just Google. And um, and if you if you plug my name into Google, you'll see like. There's tons and tons of sites that carry our podcasts. Uh so you can find us. I'm sure if, if you if you're not on Apple Podcasts, there's there's some other place that you can find me. Uh you can also write to me on email here for you usa at gmail.com that's here for you usa at gmail.com and i will answer all the questions uh that you ask and there's no fee for that there's no there's no charge for that now if you want to see me i gotta make a living so yeah i gotta charge you for that but um (laughs) and it's not it's not like an arm and a leg i mean trust me and and you know the difference between what what i do in therapy is with what i do you never need to say what's wrong it'll just fix it you know because sometimes when you go to therapy like you talk to those guys and then all of a sudden oh sorry i i, I gotta go Ah, oh, hawaiians hey want to thank brother randy and sister jerry from island club and spa ah oh, big mahalo to you guys also, the Voice Master Enterprises family of service companies, and also AFM Hawaii Music featuring the music of Darren Chinen. Yeah. All right. Hey, so until next time, uh, yeah, remember, it's all about confidence, okay? Confidence, confidence, confidence. Until next time, I'm Junior Zane. Mahalo, and Aloha.